Hey, what's going on? This is Doug Cunnington. This is The Doug Show. And this is a special episode. I'm chatting with my wife, Elizabeth. Hello, I'm Elizabeth. And Georgie's here too. She can't talk. She's a dog. But she is sitting here right with us. Today, our episode is going to be about moving because we're moving. We're moving from Bozeman, Montana down to the Denver, Boulder, Colorado area. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And we've been in Bozeman here, which we like very much, for about four years or so. And we're just going to kind of take a trip down memory lane. I've been thinking about this a lot as we've been driving back and forth from Boulder up to Bozeman, which is about a 10-hour drive. So we've had time to, time to think on the road and stuff. But let's go back. Let's go back to uh, like when we first moved here. So what are, what are some of your memories, Elizabeth, of moving to Bozeman? Well, our, we talked about this earlier. One of my first memories when we pulled into Bozeman off the highway on 19th Street, I thought, ew, gross. And for those of you who haven't been here, when you come down 19th Street off the highway, no offense to any of these businesses, but you pass like a Costco, a Home Depot, um, a Target, you know, so you go down this main sort of retail corridor and it just kind of looked like any town USA. Now you could see mountains all around, but I don't know. I think my expectations were somehow different that it was going to be smaller or quainter. We had just come from Whitefish, which is a very small town. Um, yeah. So when we pulled in, I think we both were like, Ugh. but now we live, you know, about half a mile from, from where we thought, Ooh, gross. <laughs> right. And that's one of my, that's my first memory. And you bring up a really good point. We were, we were driving around and traveling in Montana. We were, in Whitefish, which is like sort of one of the, it's one of the closer towns to Glacier National Park, which is very picturesque. It's like the classic, uh, you know, Rockies, there's Alpine lakes and beautiful mountains that are, you know, topped with snow. It just looks amazing. And, you know, we had been driving all through Colorado and it's looks, it looks awesome. And then we drove up to what is generally like suburbia looking kind of stuff. But, you know, now that we've been here a little while, it's like, those are convenient things. We actually like to have Costco, love Costco (laughs) and uh, like Walmart and all the normal, normal things. But um, we're still like surrounded by mountains, which since we were around a lot of very beautiful mountains, I don't know if we like paid we didn't pay them as much attention, but, um, yeah, anyway, it looked a little crappy when we first pulled in, but that is, that was like, you know, right off the interstate, the most commercial sort of district in the area, I would say. What about one of your memories? I have another one, but I don't want to monopolize. We went to this restaurant called, um, Montana Ale Works and I got a, my my birthday is in the, you know, May time period, month. That is what we call a month. <laughs> so it's in May and that's around the time we were visiting and stuff. So 
uh, my sister and brother-in-law gave me, gave me a gift, a uh, gift card, I guess they sent it up and it was for Montana ale Works. So I remember that. And part of the reason it was like one of the first restaurants we went to, they, had, they have a good beer selection. The food's really good. And I think all of the people that visited, uh, family wise, like we've gone there and I got a gift card a couple months ago. So it was like one of our, one of the last places we will be eating at as well. So I kind of remember that I'm all about food and beer and, and that kind of stuff. So it was like spending time with family, like both of our, both of our families, we, we went to Montana ale works. It's a good place. It's a good place there. The good memory about that gift card is they bought it in Montana. Like they bought it off the website in Montana, but you couldn't do like an e-gift card or printout. So a actual physical gift card was shipped to Virginia. And then I think from Virginia, they mailed it to Georgia to us there. And then we carried it across the country when we traveled to eventually eat there. So it was a, it was a well-traveled gift card. That's what I remember. It was for your birthday, I think. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So one of my memories, early memories here playing tennis at, um, one of the like, uh, country clubs up here, you know, it's, it's a small community and we're from the big city or whatever and you don't leave your stuff unattended. And I remember playing tennis and ladies just left their purses just sitting out on the grass or, you know, just left their valuables sitting around. And I mean, it's it's so small. There's like a tiny little clubhouse and people just go into the bathroom and there's always people around. And I guess everyone knows everyone, but that's really not the way it was in Georgia. And I think you had a similar experience in a coffee house, right? You said people left laptops everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. So, um, we're from the city, like not just like the suburbs of Atlanta, but, uh, you know, the city. (laughs) So some, I mean, like legitimately I lived in a in the city. And when we talk about the place that I used to live, I mean, it, it was like, it was pretty rough, like pretty sure it was a some sort of a drug house right next door to me. Um, anyway, yeah. So around here you go, like we'll, we'll mention these places not sponsored at all. Costco didn't sponsor us. Uh, but there's <laughs> a, uh, there's a coffee shop over here that I could walk to called cold smoke and cold smoke, um, is probably the most frequent or the place that I go most frequently to work and stuff like that. Anyway, when I, for example, I would go get, uh, refill on my coffee. So I'd bring my laptop with me, right? I bring my laptop, literally I carry it up and they're like, Oh, why, why'd you bring your laptop up? Like puzzled, right? If I go to the bathroom, right. To go pee. Luckily, I, I don't have to go take it into a stall and go to the urinal and hold it and, you know, hopefully keep it out of harm's way in the bathroom there. But I carry my laptop around cause those are expensive, right? Anyway, other people leave their laptops. They'll go, to the bathroom. They'll go order food. They'll leave their purses out. Like they just leave all these valuables. And I was thinking it's just bananas. I can't imagine doing that. I mean, it makes no sense to me. Someone can just walk off with it. I also like, as we're sitting here, it's sub zero. We're a very, very cold week. There's uh, snow drifts as high as our head. Uh, It's just pretty miserable right now. But in the wintertime up here, if someone 
pumps gas or runs into the gas station to grab a beverage or something, they'll just leave their car running. They just leave the keys in it with, you know, the car running because it's so cold. I guess it's just not worth it to turn it off. And they don't think anyone's going to steal it. Right. And I was going to say, I leave my, my, I park outside. I don't have a garage space. So I will, in this cold weather, start in my car, let it run for 20 minutes to heat up hopefully defrost a little bit. And then, uh, yeah. And we're so paranoid. Uh, this summer I was outside doing lawn work and we never have the garage door open partially because the kegerator is in the garage and there's children on the block and we don't want to have, uh, alcohol flowing, you know, for the neighbor kids, if we're not monitoring it, but also because we just have a lot of stuff in the garage, never leave the garage door open. It's always down, but I was doing yard work and so I was outside in the front in the backyard. The garage door was open for maybe 20 minutes. And our neighbor came over because she thought something might be wrong because our garage door was open. I said, oh, no, thanks for checking in. All good. But yeah, we don't leave our, we don't even leave our garage door up. Quick clarification. Even if we, we are around, we don't let kids drink beer. All right. Just, oh, just to it? be clear. Yeah. yeah. It was a little, you know, ambiguous. No, no, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, and, uh, let's see Though we do have some adult neighbors that I think would sneak by with the pitcher. They would, yeah. they, they would actually, one, one of our friends over here, he came by, he has a, a, it was a big mug. It was like one of the, I don't know, like a 32 ouncer mug. Like, like a stein. It was a stein. That is the proper, proper, uh, word for, yeah, it was a stein. And he was like, Hey, do you have some of that? Uh, you know, blah, 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 paleo. And it's like, sure, buddy, come on in. He, you know, he was. He was working in the yard all day so I can appreciate that he wanted a cold one. So any other, I guess like what were some surprising things living in Bozeman that you didn't really account for? That's a tough one. Um, While you're thinking I can, I can go. So <laughs> cause it's, it's tough. It's tough to think, you know, go ahead. there are several um there are a lot of breweries in town for a city of this size so i think when we moved here there were like seven and there's about forty five thousand people in town maybe a hundred thousand in the you know the the valley sort of the greater bozeman area and i think as we're leaving there are about 11 I, I think uh, there there has been even growth from that. So quite a few breweries, and there I mean there's a there's one we can walk to, and um, there's several where I mean it's such a small community we end up knowing quite a few people um, in the breweries around here. Which you know for me, like I said, beer is a big deal. Like most of my friends are out of the brew club, so I think. Well, two surprising things. One, when we first moved here, we hadn't experienced a northern winter. And I remember, or like lived in here, we've both traveled, but people said nothing stops in the winter. And I thought, they're exaggerating. Some things have to stop, but really nothing stops in the winter. Even, I don't know today, but yesterday, which was just as cold, people were outside jogging. So that was a surprise. Just business goes on as usual. And then I think I was surprised at the the culture that's up here because of Montana State University being in Bozeman. 
you know, it's not like the culture you would get in a, you know, New York or Chicago or Atlanta, but, um, there's some really cool small theaters here that I've really enjoyed going to. Um, I don't know how many they seat, but you know, just a, just a small theater and you can go and listen to music or comedy, uh, or a play. And, you know, I'd, I don't know, a few hundred, 500 seats, something like that for 30 bucks. And we just this, um, just this winter saw two acoustic guitar players. One played with that gypsy man and the other one was, I don't think that's the term you want to use. That's like a race. Pretty well, I know, but wasn't he, that's what he said, right? Whatever. I don't recall. Uh, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, uh, watch your beard. Georgie may knock that down. Anyway, so they, he played with this very famous... Um, played individ- with Paul McCartney. Paul, the other one played with Paul McCartney. The, but the guy with the that sat down with his guitar. Remember, mm. he played on the QE, and, uh, and he toured with the... What's the QE? Queen Elizabeth. He toured with like the gypsy jazz musician... Oh, uh, Django Reinhardt. Yeah. He was a gypsy, right? I wasn't slurring. Like that's what yeah, he that, was. That is, uh, anyway, so you we, know what? I, sorry, we this is, a, we're going way off. I heard that that was a, a racial slur, but it, uh, in the West, in the U S like we, we don't realize it cause it's like a common. F- I see. We, I disagree. I think gypsy isn't a slur, but to say you got gypped. That is a slur. Because I think both. Let's gyp- let's call it the G word. The G word. Anyway, so we went to this concert and we were in the first row, and these are just famous, like world class musicians, and we just got to sit in the first row and watch them play, and it was really neat. And I'm gonna, I think we'll be able to find that in big cities, but maybe it's won't be quite as accessible. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Well, it's very cool here. I really. That's the Ellen Theater, by the way. We are Ellen not theater. Yeah, sponsored by the Ellen, but I really enjoyed the Ellen Theater a lot. And I think it's interesting because, like, I, I think more we'll have tons of opportunities for like that sort of stuff and to see shows. Probably way way more because like they tour to bigger cities more often. However is less likely that we will go to them because it's going to be uh, probably more crowded. It will be probably way more expensive and harder to get to. So like the downtown area, Bozeman is just small, which we really appreciate because we came from the Atlanta area where we have siblings across town and to go like hang out and have lunch with our uh, sibling or our parent or whatever. It could take uh just an hour and a half on the road, like not including the time. So, or to go like to a Braves game or a Falcons game or go to a show downtown or whatever. Um, unless you live downtown, it's going to take you a while. It's going to take you a really long time. You're going to have to pay a little, I mean, as much as we were paying for the tickets is what you'll need to pay for parking. Yeah. Most likely. True. So, so anyway, I think like I'm looking forward to, I've been, getting into and watching more stand-up comedy. So I'm kind of looking forward to having like people actually like come around since Denver is a big enough city. People will, will tour through there. We had a couple people go to the Ellen theater, but for whatever reason, we didn't drive the two miles over there <laughs> to check it out. So, all right, cool. So we talked about some of the things, I guess any other, you know, 
positive type things of living in Bozeman that you want to mention? Well, it's beautiful. It's, there's just no, no doubt about that. No matter what your season is, even right now when it's zero degrees out, now we can't see the mountains. It's like a whiteout, but, um, the mountains are beautiful in the winter. They're beautiful in the summer. Uh, spring is lovely. When my parents come to visit, they always say it's majestic. And it really is. Even though we've been here almost four years, I still am awed by just how gorgeous it is. And knowing that we're going to be leaving and having known that for a little while, I've really tried to take the time to just stop and just look around and just appreciate how, how gorgeous it is. Yeah. And I, uh, I walk the dog usually in the mornings. Um, and our, our old dog, our deceased dog, Brody, uh, he moved up here with us and I'd walk Georgie in the mornings too, our current dog. And, uh, yeah, like every morning I'm like, man, those mountains are awesome. And they're in, uh, not, eh, I guess, depending on where you're at, it's 360 degrees, but maybe in a more realistic way, if you're just walking on the ground, you're not up on a hill or anything like that. It's like 270, you know, get, getting into, for the, all the geometry nerds out there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of mountains, snow capped mountains that you could see like all around you. So yeah, every single day I'm like, holy shit, that looks awesome. This is amazing because, you know, if, I guess if you're from around here and then you move to the Southeast or many other areas where there's a lot of pine trees, like it's interesting to have the pine trees around, but with the pine trees around, all you basically see is other pine trees and you don't like, you really can't see anything. So you're just like claustrophobic boxed in. All you see is trees. But out here, you can see awesome mountains and hills. And I've seen more rainbows from like our driveway than I have like ever in Georgia altogether. And we've only been here four years, you know. So beautiful rainbows, couple double rainbows. I won't lie, a couple double rainbows <laughs> were pretty fantastic. And I think I'm, I'm slightly losing my point. We're very close to Yellowstone. Mm. And that is very cool. Um, I've been to, I went to yellow or I've been able to visit Yellowstone a few times, like before we moved here, but I will tell you about a specific time in 2006, I was changing jobs and, um, I had some time off. I think I, I'm kind of a, I'm a saver as far as it goes to vacation time. So I'd banked up like the max amount. I had six weeks of vacation time and I was taking like a few weeks off. So I was like, I'm going to take a trip. I want to go to Yellowstone. And uh, my parents came with me. Actually, I was like, I'm planning on doing this trip and do you want to come? I'll, I'll plan it and you know, we'll go. So they agreed. And it was October of, uh, it was like early October, maybe October. Uh, it was like the first week or so. And we, we flew into Bozeman and we stay down in the Old Faithful Snow Lodge, which is open a little bit longer than the Old Faithful Inn. And we stayed there for a few days. Um, and I thought it was awesome out here. It was just amazing. There were, like like I say, snow-capped mountains. And I took a bunch of pictures uh, during that, that trip. 
And I remember the reason why I'm going into such detail is I remember driving around over here on uh, 90, right? That's the highway right here, 90. So I remember driving on 90 after we left Paradise Valley. Like Paradise Valley's, Valley is awesome. And that's the highway from 90 down to Yellowstone Park. And it's just beautiful. The Yellowstone River goes through there. You'll see bald eagles. It's like world-class fly fishing. I don't fish, but some people are really into that. And I remember driving into town, right? Like the industrial part of town that we were talking about at the beginning that didn't look that great. And I was looking at the hillside and I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is just beautiful. I would love to live here. It would be amazing to live here and see this every day. And I didn't think about it again until after we had already moved here. And that was like nine years later, something like that. So something in my head was like, it's awesome here. And then I never thought about it again. And I can't believe we, we actually moved here. That's me, babe, making your dreams come true. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's right. So, okay. Let's turn this around and talk about negative stuff. (laughs) Only kidding, but serious a little bit. So are there any things that you're like, I'm I'm a little bit happy to be moving to a larger city, the Denver area versus being in this smaller town in Montana. Hey, Georgie, you having a little freak out girl? Our dog goes crazy chasing her tail and she's going to start knocking stuff over. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to answer your question. I'm like a politician. I'm going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. So this doesn't have to do with the big city, but um, I'm not going to miss the dark, dark, cold winters. I think it can be fun and the novelty has worn off, but um, not just the cold. It's the darkness up here in Montana. How much darkness are we getting? What are we talking about here? Uh, the worst of it, it's like we only have daylight from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's long. It's long, cold, dark days. Yep. And I thought there was a, a small stretch of time where I uh, I thought maybe I'd move to Seattle. There was a show called Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> Great show called Frasier. Really good writing. Fantastic show. Love Frasier. I've seen every episode. But I, I was like, ah, you know what? I'm not, I, I think I may like it up there, but I, I think I can handle the rainy grayness. But I don't know if I could deal with the shorter days. And um, turns out, I love them. I think they're fine. Um, but weren't you vitamin D deficient? Yes, I was vitamin D deficient. That's right. Yeah. A lot of people, you end up with that. But the on the plus side, um, well, you get two pluses in the summer, you end up with really long days. So, you know, you get the corresponding long days. And I think at the, the height of summer, you end up with what it's like four. What am, am I like the daylight, uh, the daylight navigator here? I don't know. You're like uh, poor Richard's almanac it's over there. It's something like it's the sun rises at like five thirty or six, and then it's not fully set until like ten. It's earlier than that, so well, I don't know why ask I asked me you. If yeah, you're not gonna agree. It's like seven thirty or seven forty-five. I'm not sure. I said uh, five thirty. I know. Six. I know. Get out of here. I know. Uh, but anyway, it, the days are very long and. It, it's kind of crazy 
like we're at a high enough um, latitude, right? That's latitude. We're at a high enough latitude where the sun sets and sun rises last a very long time. So if you imagine like being like closer to the equator, the sun like sets straight up and down. But around here, it kind of takes a more um, circuitous path, I guess you would call it. Is that does that work there? <laughs> It's a lot of syllables there. Anyway, the sun sets and sun rises last a very long time. So especially in the summer, it's like the sun, like it's still dusk until like 11 p.m. or something like that. Don't check me on that exactly, but we're very far north is what I'm trying to say. So longer days is something you're looking forward to. Yeah. Cool. Or lack of shorter days. What about you? You were city living. You already said with our trip down to Colorado that you thought the beer was better there. Sorry, Montana. I do think that. Yeah. I mean, there's just more people and the, the, there are, you know what? I have a lot of friends that work in, in breweries and none of them li- will listen to this most likely. So <laughs> I feel safe in saying this. Actually, I, I would say it to them because I think they know it's true too. Um, most of the breweries in town have one or two very good beers and then the rest are okay. There's a couple breweries that just suck and I won't mention those. I don't know the people that run those or anything like that, but some of them are just bad and they have, maybe they have a great location. Maybe they have a good space and they had a lot of investors or something like that. But there's a few, there's a few breweries in town that are just really, really good. And they, they do have more, they have more good beers. So, um, yeah, I think, I think Colorado with a, with a greater population, right. You're going to have more beers coming in. You're going to have just more opportunities to have good beers with greater population comes greater responsibility. Yeah, that's right. I think that's that's, right. Didn't uncle Ben say that in Spider-Man? Yeah, that's right. That's the rice guy, right? <laughs> makes the instant rice. Is it? Uncle Ben's? No. Peter Parker's uncle. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Right, right. And I think right. it, it A philosopher. Applies. Yeah. Great philosopher, yeah. Great rice philosopher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the San Francisco treat. That's a rice aroni. Right. <laughs> so it is, it is a, a little bit colder here. So I think, especially this week, right? I mean, this is, we got back in town from Boulder on uh, like last Friday and it was cold then. It was, I think it was single digits, maybe negative degrees when we got back. And then it's been snowing since Saturday. And it's been, I think it may have been below zero more than above zero. So your last week here, Elizabeth, has been a little bit cold. It's been pretty miserable because when I have days off of work, I try to spend as much time with Georgie as possible, walking her, you know, being outside, playing with her. And it, I mean, it's just flat out too cold to be outside for long. We put boots on her, but, you know, that doesn't protect her nose, doesn't protect her eyes. And it's just, it's too cold. This is quite a farewell week for me in Montana. It's, mm-hmm not really making me miss it. Right. I wouldn't say I'd been missing it, Bob. Okay. What else? 
What else do you want to talk about, Doug Show? I think food. Um, I'm really looking forward to more diversity um, in food. Well, and I, I think like in, in a greater sense. Um, so we're we're from the South, right? Southeast U.S. And there's a lot of diversity, especially in Atlanta. There's a lot of um, like international people. And actually, it could be interesting to like run, look, look at the stats and just look at the demographics. In places where there's more racial diversity, you end up with like better food, just in general. You end up with better food. And it is quite homogenous in this little area here. And they do uh, really good burgers and steaks and pizza. And some people will tell you that there's some other ethnic food that's pretty good. But um, I haven't seen it, you know. I'll check them out. And sometimes it's just not that good, you know. So I'm looking forward to food. Denver is Denver's pretty international. And I know, um, actually, I remember uh, there's a couple nice, uh, like, Indian and Nepalese restaurants in uh, Boulder that I've been to in the past. And yeah, it's just, it's a bigger city. There's going to be more diversity, thus better food. But there are a couple restaurants that are actually out of the Georgia uh, vicinity that we really enjoy that are in Denver and in Colorado. So that's Chick-fil-A and Waffle House. Oh, and Mellow Mushroom. Mellow Mushroom. There is a Mellow Mushroom, at least as as of a couple years ago, there was a Mellow Mushroom in downtown Denver. And, um, that was another great one. And both actually, uh, two of the three have roots in Georgia tech. So I think the, the, I think they were all dropouts. (laughs) I know waffle house, which is the other one. Mellow mushroom. I didn't know mellow mushroom was Georgia tech. Pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, it was like, uh, the original one was on like spring street or something like that. How about that? So I spent, uh, spent a few years at, tech on my four-year degree. I was there about seven. So, all right. Anything else you're looking forward to in Colorado? No, I'm looking forward to my new job. We didn't really mention that Bozeman's such a small town. There's not a lot of work opportunities. So I'm, I'm really excited about my job and the people and, um, yeah, I mean, I know that's not Denver, but the company happens to be located there. So, yeah, that's the reason we're going. I know another. I know two for you. So one is an airport that services more locations. So Elizabeth, is uh, she doesn't like flying. She'd prefer not to fly, even though she, I mean, you, you traveled for work. You flew. Every week. Yeah, twice a week. Yep. Twice a week. You flew for years. Um, I do not like to fly. But um, Denver, of course, has a much larger airport. You could fly international like much more easily and just direct to other U.S. cities. I do like that. So, And then the other part is you. I think you miss your family more than I miss my family. Uh, and maybe your family loves you more than my family loves me something like that. Um, but your family will be able to visit much more easily too. I think it was a little tougher for your 
um, family to get out here just in general. So it'll be a little easier. In fact, well, my dad doesn't like to travel either. Okay. Yeah. Well, he'll still have to travel some, but well, it's it easier. Yeah. 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 And I was going to say, I'm looking at the calendar over there and we're, you know, we have our uh, move in date and then we don't know when we're getting our stuff in. And then, uh, Elizabeth's parents were so excited. They were like, Hey, we're going to come and visit very quickly. So, it's like within just a couple of weeks of us maybe getting our stuff. So that's true. Yeah. So we overall, yeah, uh, I guess we didn't cover it at the beginning, but Elizabeth got a new job. That's why we're moving. So we're, we're even selling our house. We're like, you know, we're moving Going and it was quick. In. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the, the other part, the other part of my story, this is the Doug show after all. But the other part is, I looked at, I mean, I really wanted to move to the Boulder area when I got out of college. So I worked in the Rocky Mountain National Park for two summers. Thought it was great. Really enjoyed it. Um, I stayed up in Estes Park and then worked in the little, I guess it was a, like a cafe, the little, the little gift shop and cafe near the Alpine Visitor Center, if people are familiar with it. And basically, I loved it. It was fantastic. So I interviewed um, with a company after I graduated, but I didn't get the job and ended up staying in Atlanta, which was fine, of course. But um, I guess Denver, the Denver area was another place that I wanted to move to anyway. So all my dreams are being fulfilled. Uh through, through Elizabeth. She's taking me everywhere. There you go. He he said it before I could. He saw me raising my eyebrows at him once again. Elizabeth right, making right. dreams come true. Yep. Actually, I think it's more like Doug subtly maneuvering our lives to make his own dreams come true. And I'm just uh, getting dragged along in the wake. Because this job metaphor, that I'm taking yeah. was sort of he found the contact to get me in touch with this job. So that is I just true. want to make it clear for the record that everything is his fault. I'm a good networker. <laughs> Do you want to say anything about just like we're moving and we have movers coming. So we're just among boxes. I think we should probably, or you should, if you would like me to come in and join you to talk about the moving experience once we're actually moved. I think that could be interesting because we're, this is the first time, even though we moved from Georgia, Montana, we packed all our stuff up and did it ourselves, but we actually have professional movers coming to, you know, take all our stuff up, put it on a truck and then, you know, fingers crossed, it actually shows up, <laughs> shows up, you know, at our home. Right. In three to 20 days. That's and that's what I was going to say. Said, so yeah. I've never had movers before and I've had a truck for many years and generally have I've been able to move a lot of stuff on my own. And it's, you know. it's going to be an interesting process. And by the way, I talked to my mom today and she was like, if you have trash in your trash can, they will box it and move it. So I think they just come in and they, you know, we were talking about how much easier it is going to be for them to pack because they're not going to be looking at this and that and remembering when they got it and blah, blah, blah. Oh, grandma gave this to me. 
they're just going to be throwing stuff in boxes. Um, and so that's what she said. She said, if you have trash in your trash can, they will box it up and it will show up, uh, show up. So it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, we could definitely do that episode. It'll be another, uh, actually it'll be, is this recording equipment getting packed by the movers? No, no, you're going to take it with me. me, Okay. Bringing this with me. Yeah. So we'll be able to record or we could even do Skype calls. We should be able to do that. So awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot for joining me today. And Oh, before we go, I meant to mention this. We're drinking a, a beer here. We've been sipping on this beer. It's uh, from the rogue brewery, which we love based out of Newport beach, Oregon. And this is a special beer. It's a quadruple with, I think, blueberries and raspberries. Do you get the berry out of this, baby? I do get a little berry. And we're not sponsored by Rogue, but we'd be happy to be sponsored by Rogue and shout out a beer every single time. Rogue Nation. Yeah, we love them. We are a member of the Rogue Nation. We are. Indeed. All right. Thanks a lot. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.